0: And welcome to the Battleline Podcast, where we have conversations on that collision of space between community, faith, and culture. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Satterley, and not here with me today is our Director of Publications, uh, Major Jamie Satterley. Unfortunately, she has been called away for some meetings, um, so she won't be here with us today. But we do have our National Media and Marketing Manager, the one who makes this whole podcast run the gas to the car, the paint on the wall. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, how are you doing today?
1: I am so totally stoked to be here, and what an introduction. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yes, sure. Wow. The, see, the problem is Major Jamie's not here to censor me this, uh, today, so we might be in trouble. Uh, today, we have with us Raymond Chang from the Fuller Youth Institute. Now, Salvation Army, you out there, you have heard of the Fuller Youth Institute before. You may not put two and two together, but you've heard of such things as sticky faith. You've heard of this. You've heard of the recent book that just came out, Three Big Questions. And so today we have Raymond Chang from Fuller Youth Institute to to talk to us about the new discipleship. Well, it's not new, it's been out for a little bit, but probably new to you. And the new discipleship collaboration called 10 by 10 now many of you are already googling this what is it so it's gonna it's t-e-n-x one zero all right so if you're looking it up and want to follow us along you need to check out the website it's amazing but ray how are you doing today ray what's going on with you
2: I'm doing well. I am sad that I am not the gas to anyone's car or the paint on anyone's wall. <laughs> like,
0: the gas but... in the car at Fuller <laughs> Youth Institute.
2: <laughs> but my wife would say I am a different type of gas, uh, <laughs> but I'm doing really well. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be with you guys.
0: All right. Yeah. Thanks, Ray. All right. So first off, first question, tell us about yourself. Tell us, there may be some people out there who are like Fuller Youth Institute. I kind of know what that is. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about Fuller Youth Institute. How long have you been working for them and how long have you been in ministry?
2: Yeah. So uh, I started with uh, 10 by 10, which is an initiative of Fuller Youth Institute and a Group of other organizations uh, that co- that are collaborating together to to reach young people well um, about five months ago, and so uh, I've been with them for about five months, uh, helping to lead this initiative. And um, before that, I was at, serving as a campus pastor at Wheaton College in Illinois, um, but also did a whole bunch of things inside and outside the church uh, for profit and nonprofit work, um, but also lead an organization. Uh, called the Asian-American Christian Collaborative, which is actually how I got involved with 10x10. 10 10. And so if I kind of peel back the onion uh, layer a little bit, um, the, the work that we were doing with the AACC, because 10x10 10 10 is a collaborative initiative seeking to make faith matter more for 10 million young people over the course of the next 10 years, um, uh, they, they reached out to several organizations, including us, And as we got involved and engaged in the work, uh, they invited me to serve as their uh, executive director. And so I'm now serving as the executive director of 10 by 10, as well as the president of AACC or the Asian American Christian Collaborative. Um, And I'm super excited about all that we are doing and doing together to to make faith matter more for for young people.
0: Ray, thanks for that. I think right now i 'm already saying I think we, we need to have you back just so that you could have a conversation with us about the AACC. I want to ask questions about that, but now i got to keep it focused i got to keep it on ten by ten, but we need to have you back because I would love to have more of a conversation about the AACC for sure
2: we'd be happy to
0: so some of our eastern territorial listeners, those of them who live up in the New England area, when they hear ten by ten, they probably have a little bit better um, concept of what that is. They have an idea, but there are many salvationists who now Right now who have have just heard you and I say 10 by 10 for the first time. And you mentioned it a little bit there. You just said a little bit about uh, what it is, but um, give it to us straight here. What is, what is 10 by 10?
2: Yeah, great question. So 10 by 10 is a collaborative initiative uh, that is seeking to make faith matter more through relational discipleship that's radically focused on Jesus, the life and teaching of Jesus. Uh, in order to reach 10 million young people over the course of 10 years. We're seeing uh, about a million young people walking away from the faith each year. Uh, And if the Pew Research study is correct, by 2070, less than 50% of the United States will identify as Christian. But the Exodus is primarily being driven by young people. And so what we are trying to do is work with a host of other organizations, denominations, networks, um, parachurch organizations, research organizations, resource organizations, and training organizations to basically say, how can we reverse course? Not because we need to take uh, America over with Christianity, but because we want people to have a meaningful life with Jesus. And so um, our hope is that the collaborative work we're doing together to equip and resource under-resourced youth leaders or, or youth leaders in general will really make the difference. And we do that through two things, um, through our discipleship emphases, uh, which you can go on our website, you know, as, as Major Matt said, you know, go on our website, tenx 10org Um, You'll, you'll see uh, kind of like what our, our North Star is, what our kind of guiding principles are. Uh, which we believe that will uh, they, they will serve the church well and help people engage in relational discipleship well that's radically centered on Jesus. And then, of course, a roadmap, which we're uh, building at the moment, which is going to be housed in a user-responsive, user-friendly website that'll meet the user and the youth leader uh, where they are with the pressing questions that they're asking and and take them on a journey to be able to equip them to serve in their faith communities well.
0: That's so great, Ray. Salvish Army, we've talked about this before about, um, you know, we how we used to measure success by attendance and numbers. But as Ray was just saying to us, right, like re- we now need to measure almost effectiveness in ministry by the relationships that we built. 10 by 10 is a relational, there was a key phrase that Ray said there. Thanks for that, right? Relational discipleship. Youth leaders that are listening to this, you need to hit back, 20 seconds, 30 seconds and hear all of that again. Now, Ray, I'm going to ask you a tough question, a super tough question here, because it has a thousand answers and everybody has an opinion about this. But you said it. I mean, uh, we're losing one million young people a year. Uh, And what you said about 2070 um, is terrifying. But here's the question. With with all the maybe research and stuff that Fuller has done and, and in your opinion, from what you've seen and what you're hearing, the stories from 10 by 10, what are some of the reasons that you think we're losing 1 million people 1 million young people uh
2: from the church and the, from the faith each year? I mean there like you said there are so many different reasons. Uh wh- and I'll I'll just cover a few because I think um in some to some degree, you know, everything is right uh but you know, also you know like there are multiple factors that are driving people away from the church. I think you know. One of the studies show that you know if if the parent's faith isn't strong, the child's faith is likely going to um, waver and hinder. And so there's an element of that. Uh, There's also an element in which um, if they're not uh, kind of meeting Jesus at a young age, like prior to uh, the age of eighteen, that that it's a lot harder for them to uh, to to make major adjustments in their life uh, to allow faith to become their primary orientation. And that doesn't mean that people, we don't see amazing stories of conversion and transformation, but there is something about passing the faith on to the younger generations uh, at an earlier age uh, so that uh, they can kind of see the world through the lens of, uh, and through the eyes of God. Um, there's another study that was done out of um, out of Dallas, which I think is actually true uh, broadly that they see the church as irrelevant, unloving and inauthentic. And so they did a study and they interviewed a whole bunch of young people and they said, those are the three words that that really identified uh, or that really defined the church that they were seeing. And I think that you can extrapolate this pretty much throughout the entire country because I'm hearing it all throughout the country. The, the teaching is outdated and confusing. Uh, there's There's not a care for those who are different. And so it's unloving. And then uh it's inauthentic, or the church feels more manipulative than it is to be generative. Um, I would say that a lot of churches these days um uh, for especially when it comes to young people because I used to work in in a Christian college um, they would also often feel like the the church was asking questions that they weren't answering, or the the church was answering questions that the the young people themselves weren't asking. And they were trying to put people into boxes that didn't really resonate. And so that was a big piece. And then when the young people did have big questions, the church didn't have a lot of good answers for it. And so especially around issues of social justice, the, the, the church has been so ill-equipped to navigate these things because of our focus on kind of the hyper-individualistic uh, approach to faith instead of a communal and a, and a, and a social faith. Um, People felt like our Jesus has nothing to say about the world that we live in. It only he only has something to say about my life and my morality. And I want to see what it means for Jesus to um, to to follow Jesus in this world. And and there's a lot of people that didn't feel like there was an answer. And so those are just a few things. Sure that are driving people away from the faith.
0: Sure. Yeah. I would, like we said, there's, there is a thousand answers there, but I love that. Like uh, the church is, as they were saying, as the young people were answering, uh, uh, answering questions that weren't being asked and not answering questions that needed to be asked for, Mm -hmm. uh, for sure. Maybe I have that backwards anyway. So (laughs) right. How, how, so now, with we we have set the we've set the table with the problem right. A million young people. You've given some of the reasons. How how are you hoping? What are you seeing that that ten by ten? Like you said, the word it, uh, we know that the Lord can 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 work and reverse this trend. But how is ten by ten helping? And how are you hoping that ten by ten will be able to stem the tide, if you will?
2: Yeah, I I think that you know um, through a mul- multiplication I always have a hard time saying that That's a good word. um, I like it. uh, (laughs) I like it. Multiplicative effect uh, through our collaboration. And so partners like the Salvation Army and other denominations and networks and other organizations, us working together, I think can turn the tide. It can stop the bleeding. It can stop the hemorrhaging. Um, I think if any individual organization or entity said, we're going to do this, uh, we might make a slight shift. But if all of us are saying we're going to be in this together and we're all going to move in the same direction. Despite our, our, our differences, we're going to say, if you care about Jesus and we care about young people, we're going to find a way to work together to promote and pursue relational discipleship that is radically focused on Jesus. And so that's exactly what we're trying to do is work together um, in a collaborative nature to do uh, something that I don't think has ever really been done before. Uh, And I think the thing that we are, working hard to promote is a is a is a diligent and hyper focus on relational discipleship through these seven emphases that we think could be transformational to the church and so if you actually look at the seven emphases you're gonna be like this seems like common sense well i mean one of the i remember when i used to be in sales i i I would often hear common sense ain't too common these days (laughs) and even if it's common sense one of the things that we're finding is that there are a lot of people who know it in their head but aren't living it with their lives. And if youth leaders can grab a hold of this stuff and actually implement this into their, into their relationships, into their youth ministries, into their uh, youth work, we, we think that collectively we can make a ma- major impact.
0: Okay so like uh let's tell us about the website again can you share it with us again the website name so that people can go there and then uh are the discipleship uh, the seven discipleship emphases on there i know you have some digital training and some resources what what can people find when they
2: get on the website so right now so depending on if you're uh watching this now or if you're or if you're listening in now or if you're listening in, in after tw- 10 10 2023 20, which is when we're going to launch okay. uh, if you listen Good in after Good 10, 10 2023 20, um, you will find a uh, a a a, uh, a website that's really uh, that really seeks to read the user, and so it's going to uh, learn about you. It's going to uh, assess you and where you are to figure out what type of resources it should pair you with, and it'll take you on a journey where you can kind of go in and out of different stages, focus on different emphases. And then where needed, connect you with training and resource organizations that can walk with you by, you know, like a guide by the side. Um, for for now, what you'll see is all the essential elements that make up 10 by 10. And so you'll see uh, the seven discipleship emphases. You'll see kind of our, our trailer. You'll see um, a little bit about our team and the story that we're uh, that, that has brought us to this point. I mean, we've been working at this now for about three years, and we are ready uh, we're we're get, we're getting ready to birth ten by ten, and we're excited for all the people who uh, join in on the movement. Um, but yeah, if you go on tenx10.org, you'll find everything you need there for now. But know that that's not the final website. Unless you're listening in after ten ten twenty three,
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely put the uh, we'll put the website in our show notes. That it's there for us. Um, I'm glad I'm glad you cleared that up. I'm glad the, the official kickoff is ten ten twenty three. Um, yeah, because I, w- I know it's an audacious goal to have. 10 million followers in the next, I mean, 10 million disciples in the next 10 years. And I, I was kind of like thinking, oh man, did they start in 2020? Like, are we already three no. years deep?
2: <laughs> no. But I was, so I will say, you actually asked a great question earlier, and I don't think I fully addressed the You asked, you know, how are we going to turn the tide? So if we are able to reach 10 million young people over the course of 10 years, which currently is in, in at least as of 2022, is the cohort that is currently seven to 17 years old so 2023 it's eight to 18 years old that's the 10 year 10 year range um, we that's and if it's 10 million young people if I, my calculations are right my rough calculation that's somewhere between 20 and 25 percent of an entire generation Wow if you see 20 to 25 percent of an entire generation uh, moving in the same direction move, you know uh, finding themselves experiencing a full and abundant life with Jesus. We think that can lead to some social change for the good. That's awesome. That's
0: awesome. All right, Ray. So here's the question. There are salvationists out there who are listening to this and they're thinking, all right, I want to I learn more. I want to be a part of this. Uh, what's, the, what's the first step? What would you say to that person who wants to get started, who wants to be all in with 10 by 10
2: yeah, uh, and I'm, gl- I'm so glad that we've talked about the website so many times. The first step, I think, <laughs> is going to a website and uh, adding your email in so that you can stay updated with any communications we have. Uh, subscribe to the email list. The second thing to do is follow us on social media. I don't know if we have many followers yet, but uh, because of the efforts we're going to place into awareness and marketing, uh, we're hoping that that is going to con- uh, to expand. And, you know, uh, our hope is that it'll reach everyone who needs to be reached. And again, the center of our target is that volunteer youth leader, the bivocational youth leader who's at a church of less than 100 people, which is the majority of the churches in the U.S. And and uh, and it's likely working out of a zero or small amount of dollar budget uh, and oftentimes working uh, by funding the youth work themselves through the money that they're making through their jobs sure, sure. Um, and don't and want to spend more time in relationship than they want to spend in preparation or in uh in research and so we want to do everything that kind of can prepare uh, youth leaders well so that they can spend the majority of their time being nourished and encouraged uh, and then uh and have turnkey resources at their disposal
0: Thanks, Ray. Yeah. So, so Salvage Army, uh, officers out there that are listening or for people, this is what you, these are our local officers, your young people, Sergeant majors, right? Your, your leaders who are working with them. You want to share this website with them. You'll want to share this podcast with them so that they can hear about these resources. They can hear about this training. They can hear about this discipleship emphases. Um, that is what. What the Salvation Army is about, it's our middle name, literally, is to lead people to Jesus, but then not just to leave them there with Jesus and move on, but to disciple them. And again, you'll hear it from all of your youth leaders, all of your youth secretaries, your territorial youth secretaries that are out there that we have to, it is part of our job description to train the generation behind us, to teach the generation behind us um, about, about, I think, I always think of that verse in Judges. Where um, I think, gosh, on on the fly, I think it's Judges four, where it says another generation came up who did not know the Lord, and so we have to make sure that we're doing everything that we can. Ray, thank you for this time together. We're going to ask you the last question here in a second about what's giving you joy. But is there anything else you want to say about ten by ten before we ask this last question?
2: Yeah, no, I I think uh, for us, we just want to say we're grateful for the partnership. We're grateful for the Salvation Army. Uh, Thank you for all that you do. We know that you do far more than collecting, um, resources <laughs> to give to people, you know, during the holidays. And we are grateful that you even do that. You know, it's a, it's a great sign and a, and a picture of people, uh, moving towards charity. You, you did ask a question about salvationists who live in different countries. Oh yeah. So we, we are, uh, we are currently planning on uh, a big part of that is, is, is dependent on funding, but we are currently planning on, having all of our resources available, or at least all the 10 by 10 created resources, because we're also curating resources, um, but uh, all of the 10 by 10 created resources available in Spanish. But we'd love to do it in more language, and we're still trying to figure that out. So if there's any listener out there that's like, I'm a professional translator, and I have plenty of like volunteer energy, or you know what, I can help with this, That there are there certainly um, opportunities to do so, and we'd love to see what that could look like. Uh, but our hope is to have it in a multiple language if possible. We just don't know if that's a that's a feasible thing because of how expensive translation is.
0: For sure, for sure. Yeah, thank you for that. So the Salvation Army is in 133 countries around the world. Um, we've noticed that we get quite, I mean, lots of listeners from Canada that listen to this who, um, you know, I'm sure they're quite aware of Fuller too, but we do have the occasional uh, Salvation Army listener from uh, the Africa zone or from India. And so, yes, we... Um, uh, youth ministry looks so much different in those contexts um there. But um I'm thank you thank you for that, right? Thank you for bringing that in. And yes, yeah, so if anybody out there uh, has any uh can translate or uh wants to again uh hit us up for sure. Um uh, all right. Last question. We always ask, what is giving you joy? What's making you laugh today? What, what have you just been into that has been awesome? Elizabeth, uh, you've been uh, pretty quiet uh, in this episode, so you want to fire us off first. Let's go you first, then we'll go to Ray. What What is giving you joy? What have you experienced over the past week?
1: Okay. One of my favorite NFL players, Raquan Smith, has made both the Pro Bowl and all pro teams. And so I'm just super okay. jazzed.
0: so you elizabeth you were we were talking before the podcast started about you were watching wild car uh weekend uh what are your overall thoughts we're gonna turn this into a sports podcast for a moment everybody (laughs) what were your thoughts what were your thoughts about the weekend
1: although i'm all about that bass i was devastated when the dolphins lost i'm a huge tua stan mike mcdaniel stan and so that broke my heart in two but so i'm ultimately looking for a jaguars um Giants finale that's what I want okay
0: okay that's what I want Trevor Uh, Lawrence
1: Daniel Jones
0: it's fun that you thought the Dolphins were gonna beat the Bills anyway um, (laughs) all right and you said something about kickers you said you said you said you were uh disappointed or uh with all the kicking that happened this weekend
1: I just love I think the kicker is perhaps the most underappreciated most scrutinized position in the entire NFL and I just love so many kickers butt kicker um, all about that bass, you know. There's just so <laughs> Rodrigo. So Rodrigo I just love kickers. All right. Rodrigo's okay. a fave.
0: <laughs> all right. I like that your favorite play your one of your favorite players positions on the field is uh the kicker. So that is a wild, that is a wild take, Elizabeth. That is a wild hot, take. Hot take. <laughs> all right, Ray. What about you, sir? What's what's giving you joy? What uh what's the last week like what's just what's just making you laugh? What's up?
2: Uh, Elizabeth is giving me joy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Her energy is awesome, and so is yours. She, uh, lives, she
0: <laughs> lives at a hundred. She lives at a hundred. I
2: love it. It's so great. I mean, if, you, if y'all, because we're all on video, uh, you guys are going to hear this on, um, on audio, but, uh, if you just saw the face, uh, you, you saw Elizabeth's face with light up, <laughs> you, I mean, you would... It, be infused with joy instantly, and so um, I mean, I would say having these type of conversations is giving me joy. I mean, like I I woke up a little tired today. Uh, I mean, I'm traveling right now, but I mean, Matt, your you know, your warmth and hospitality is giving me joy. Elizabeth is giving me joy. Uh, the partnership with the Salvation is uh, Salvation Army is giving me joy. But just generally, seeing how people resonate with Ten by Ten has been giving me a lot of joy, and how excited they are to. To find ways to connect and to partner and to work together to to really address a problem that's bigger than any one of us or any in, in any individual organization is facing and so um, or a church is facing and so we're really grateful to see uh, people uh, and 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 I'm I'm feeling a lot of joy around it and so yeah, yeah that's awesome for that
0: but like that's the phrase right there is no what's the phrase I'm um, we'll try to see if I can nail this there is no problem a denomination can face that discipleship can't fix. So, yeah, um, I love it. So, uh, yes, uh, my what's giving me joy. Ray and I just discovered he's in Atlanta right now. I was in Atlanta yesterday. We were like two ships passing in the night. We could have done this yesterday. But um, I just had the experience, the opportunity to go to the Southern Territories, young adult conference, uh, so that just finished up yesterday and again it was just a great reminder young adults all gathered from all over the southern states together there in Atlanta and it was just a great reminder about this discipleship that the next generation advancing that was their theme advanced talking Joshua chapter one through six and um, just the reminders of of prayer and holiness it is the privilege of all believers to be wholly sanctified and to just see a generation coming up behind us who is um, I mean, you know, young adults, 18 to 35, but I mean, that's who you're aiming for, right? Right. But um, just to see people on fire for the Lord, uh, it was just, it's always good to turn around, right? And those conferences, uh, not just face the platform, but to turn around and see the people singing, worshiping, um, listening, taking notes, and just know the Lord's moving. The Lord is still moving things. It may look doom and gloom out there for some, but the Lord is still moving, uh, not just in this country, but around the world for sure. Ray, it's incredible to talk to you. We are going to have you back for the AACC conversation, definitely. And uh, may we have you back in uh, October again so we can talk over when this thing, uh, light the, what is it? the Light the fire, kick the tires kind of thing. It fires off.
2: <laughs> I love it, yes. As long as you keep bringing those awesome quippy quotes. <laughs>
0: Thanks again. Thanks again for being with us. Check out the website, Salvation Army. Ray, anything else for the good of the cause before we let you go?
2: Nope, just forever who's tuning in, I hope that you sense the presence of Jesus each and every day, know that God is with you, walking with you, cares far more about you than you could ever imagine or know. And the proof is in the pudding. We amen. know that because of Jesus.
0: Amen and amen. That's going to end this episode of the Battle Line podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Battle Line wherever you listen to podcasts. And check out the Peer website at peermag.org or follow Peer on all the socials at peer.magazine. That's going to be it. Until next time, this has been the Battle Line podcast. Bye, everybody.